Well, thank you. It it really is an honor for me, and it really it's humbling to be able to bring a devotional to this prayer meeting. Um, as almost everybody on the call probably has more years of experience and more time walking with the Lord than myself. We're going to spend some time in Psalm 105 this morning. We're going to talk about seeking the Lord, as that's what we're doing um, in praying together. So if you're like me, if you have a sin nature like I do, you experience cycles in your life that sometimes they go like this. Things, they start going extremely well. Um, you feel like you're on top of life, whatever that looks like for the individual, even consistent in uh, time in God's word. Um, feel like you're living the Christian life well, doing the next right thing. And sometimes we think to ourselves, um, I mean, nobody's perfect, but I feel like I'm honestly doing okay. And then inevitably something happens. Something, you, you hit a brick wall, you mess up big time. Maybe we fall back into sin habits um, that the Lord has saved us out of. Um, or a conversation with somebody, it, it leaves our, our hearts wondering um, about our motives. Um, maybe not so drastic. It could be um, you hear God's word. Again, you, uh, you read and um, it, it makes you doubt the way that you've been living life. And often, is it not relatable? In these times, we look back, we reflect on the season of life that we're in, and, and we realize that we have not been seeking the Lord. Um, we haven't been seeking him in prayer and going to his presence. Um, I know that's often the case in my life, and this can be uncomfortable. It can be discouraging because we know in Scripture, we know the commands um, and the urging to seek the Lord, to seek His presence and to pray. Um, and so, yet somehow, it, like we know these commands, and yet somehow it slips out of our daily routines, and it happens so often. So at the heart of this, the issue um, is that we consistently, I know I consistently, I think that I don't need His strength. I don't need His help. Um, in the different responsibilities in my life, the different problems that come up. And so I'd, likely, uh, I'd like to briefly address this issue. Um, in Psalm 105, I won't pretend to be able to cover the whole psalm, but we're going to hit some highlights. Um, so let's read the first six verses together. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him, sing praises to him. Tell of all his wondrous works, glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those who seek the Lord rejoice. Seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. Remember the wondrous works that he has done, his miracles and the judgments he uttered. O offspring of Abraham, his servant, children of, ja of Jacob, his chosen ones. We notice immediately in the psalm a string of commands. We can't dissect all 45 verses of Psalm 105, but I believe, I believe these 10 commands are very valuable because they, they lead us to the heart of the passage. They're commands for worship, they're commands for praise, rejoicing in the Lord, um, telling of his works. Then there's two slightly different commands we see. And I'd like to focus, um, as I've already mentioned, on the command to seek the Lord and his strength and to seek his presence continually. We're going to spend some, some time looking at why, why follow these commands. What are the reasons that psalmist gives to back up a life lived according to these commands and how to follow these commands? Um, in particular, this is important, um, the command to seek the Lord, because this is what we're doing when we have the privilege to seek him in prayer together in this prayer meeting. So as we talk about why, the psalmist in Psalm 105, it, he takes us on a journey throughout the rest of the psalm. The last command to remember the wondrous works of the Lord, it actually is very connected, um, closely connected to the command to seek the Lord. There's an inherent importance uh, to remembering 
um, to seek the Lord continually. Um, there's an inherent importance in the idea of remembrance that connects to seeking the Lord. Um, and it's visible through the remainder of the psalm. Verses 7 through 41, um, they actually launch into what verse 5 has prepared us for. It talks about the wondrous works that the Lord has done, his miracles, and the judgments that he has uttered. Um, the psalmist divides, um, no, the psalmist dives into um, God's promises to Abraham. That's the first one he brings up. He brings up the covenant to Abraham. And the rest of the passage, um, it runs through the history of Israel. And so, as we're reminded of the Lord's work in Joseph and Moses and Pharaoh's lives, um, the psalmist actually sets the basis for a confident faith. And so this, found, this faith is, is what's foundational for all the commands in the beginning of the passage. <clears throat> and so the passage, more than just jogging Israel's memory about the good old days, um, it's actually establishing reasons for the people to follow the wisdom of the first couple of verses. So it establishes the people's hearts in progressive remembrance of the Lord's works, thanksgiving of the Lord's works, and worship as well. So why then the specific command to speak to seek the Lord? Excuse me. The psalmist recounts instances of the Lord's involvement with the people throughout their history. We actually follow one of these instances, the covenant to Abraham, all the way through the psalm. And so it reaches verses 42 through 45 at the end of the psalm, and it brings back up the command um, to um, seek the Lord because it, it connects to the covenant that the Lord gave to Abraham. Um, verse 42 says that he remembered his holy promise given to Abraham. And so by the time we loop around to the end, the psalmist has actually revealed um, a fuller answer as to why we should seek the Lord's presence. Psalm 105 does not only show us a basis for faith, it actually shows us the person to seek. So verses 42 through 45, you can read along with me. For he, the Lord, remembered his holy promise and Abraham, his servant. So he brought his people out with joy, his chosen ones with singing. And he gave them the lands of the nations and they took possession of the fruit of the people's toil that they might keep his statutes and observe his laws. Praise the Lord. By the end of the Psalm, there have been over 60 mentions of the Lord's presence or the Lord's name in some way. So the Lord's person is the focal point of this psalm. And his works, the works that we're commanded to remember and to praise, they actually point directly back at his character. His character is what we seek and what gives us the confidence to follow these commands. Finally, this character is also what enables us to follow these commands. The, the wisdom books in the Bible, they prescribe how life was meant to be according to God's plan, how it is meant to be and how we're supposed to live. And that can be a crushing burden without the enablement of God's character applied to our lives. We read how he kept his holy promise to Abraham, but the Lord has kept another promise, another covenant as well. A covenant that followed and spoke of a, a Messiah who would bring final redemption and peace to people of all nations. Um, and this better this better covenant is actually, um, it is fulfilled in Jesus Christ. We affirm that has been fulfilled for us in Christ's work on the cross and his resurrection. And so Christ is actually the one who enables us to boldly come before the Lord in prayer. So we seek the Lord. We find the ability to do so by the grace of Christ. And as we go to a time of prayer, um, I'd like us to reflect on a few more verses, familiar verses from the book of Hebrews. Hebrews uh, chapter 4, verses 14 through 16. Since then, 
we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the son of God. Let us hold fast to our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So as we pray together, let's seek the Lord's presence and his strength as we pray in Christ's name. Thank you.